Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability, unscripted, unfiltered, 100% us, fully clothed. Welcome everyone. Today on the agenda is um, we're going to talk about social media maybe and some technology and um, I for one am feeling extremely overwhelmed with feeling the pressure of always being available 24-7 to people. Mel? Yeah, um, I don't like my phone. I have purposely like set time limits on everything recently and everything shuts off from 12 to 8 because I am exhausted. I am social media exhausted. Uh, I'm exhausted trying to grow a business using social media. And that seems to be the only way you can do it these days because people don't look at freaking flyers anymore. (laughs) And texting has just made you available 24 seven. And if you don't respond, something's wrong with you. Not just, hey, my bandwidth is not there for this conversation. I miss the day of the landline. Like, I really miss where you went out for a bike ride or a run or whatever. And if someone called you, they called your landline and they left you a message. And it said, get back to me when you can. Mm -hmm. I miss those days. And I'm sad that our, like the generations after us, don't know those days. Um, And yeah, I'm just, I'm tired. I, this week's been a little rough for me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Amen, sister. And I think about like, okay, you know, of course I had landlines and stuff, but not for very long. Yes, I'm an elder millennial. So, mm -hmm. and I'm a younger one. Yeah. Um, But I, I just, it's something that I can't fathom, you know, like the amount of things that I would get done if I didn't, if I wasn't actually like, for the amount that I talk on the phone and the amount of people I talk to in a day, if I had to be secure to a landline, I would get nothing done. But I would probably pay way more attention and be way present, way more present in those conversations because I wouldn't be doing, I wouldn't be talking on the phone and trying to get shit done. I would be sitting at my kitchen counter, smoking a cigarette and drinking coffee. Just kidding. I don't smoke, but I feel like that was the thing to do back then. Oh, yeah. You know, back in the day when I was 14, just lit up a cig and talked to my buds on the landline. Yeah. And you probably memorized all of your your friends. uh, Yes. I only know off by heart three people's numbers. It's not my sister's. I know my home, my parents' home phone because it's never changed. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's my dad or my mom's cell phone because they've had that from the beginning of cell phone time and Ryan's. If I lost my phone and none of those three answered, 
I'd be hooped. Well, at least you got three. True. True. I'd be calling my dad's landline. The landline. The landline. Well, I think I might be getting a landline, but that's first safety purposes not anything else yeah yeah did you know did you know that um if you call 911 and you pass out your cell phone is something like they can only get you within a 200 meter radius or something of where you your exact location is but if you have a landline they can they get your exact location oh well there you go safety tips for you guys folks don't (laughs) quote me on the actual radius for the cell phone but i know it's not exact so they kind of would come and take a crap shoot on which house you were passed out in needing their help so, hmm. yeah fun fact for you Good to know. well there you go um yeah so social media phone numbers all of the things what i have noticed is i yeah like you i don't know anyone's number i don't have to memorize anything and my phone does everything for me Mm-hmm. which has made me completely useless in a sense mm-hmm. because um I've been in uh like I'm currently went to well I went to two courses and now I'm studying for two tests and it's like that brain that part of my brain does not get exercised enough mm-hmm. and can you hear my cat purring should I move him um no oh there's Dave Welcome, Dave. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, Dave. <laughs> That's my cat. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, so also way more distracted these days, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Way too overstimulated. Can't remember anything. And uh, distracted 24-7. And I think that's why I'm not a doctor. This is just my opinion. I know I might shock some of you guys that I am not a doctor but anyways um this is just my opinion my opinion is that so many more people are getting diagnosed with ADHD and stuff like that because we are so overstimulated when you are on Instagram or Facebook you have to like you have a less than three second attention span like the amount that your brain and your eyes take in that information and how fast it has to take in that information is insane and we're constantly stimulating that we're Mm -hmm. constantly trying to find that dopamine hit um and when you get off of instagram or when you get off of facebook can you even remember what you saw because i know that when i see people in public i'm like ooh, i knew that i saw something about that person and i should congratulate them but i don't remember why like, are are they pregnant? Did they have a baby? Are they engaged? Did they get married? Can't remember, but I remember seeing something. And isn't it funny how, like, we know so much about people's lives that aren't even in our life, mm-hmm. but yet we don't actually take the time to authentically connect with the people that are in our life. Like we've become so disconnected in an age where we are so connected. And I know that's been said somewhere, but really, because it's like, oh yeah, Jeannie, she uh, got engaged. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Heart like done. Yeah. That's it. And then you never see Jeannie again until she posts her wedding picture. Yeah. Like 
the the quick yeah like you said everything's so fast and quick and we don't have the attention span to even sit and have time to give for an authentic and meaningful conversation because we're constantly go 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 that's Mm -hmm. social media phone mixed with society obviously but I just I I just dislike it man and Mm -hmm. unfortunately I'm addicted to it like so many people because it's an instant dopamine hit and it took me a long time to get like used to not seeing likes how pathetic is that and I'm not calling you pathetic if you do that like I just why like why is my self-worth validated by someone liking a picture on a Mm -hmm. bloody app Mm -hmm. and then the algorithm messes with you because then people don't even see your photos so then they don't like your photos and they're like oh what do you mean I just mm. I just don't like it. No, it definitely messes with our brains for sure. Yep. And um, oh, and like when uh Ryan and I lived in Germany, like I was saying, Instagram was in its infancy because I did not have Instagram until I came back. And I was so present in that trip. I soaked up every time I walked by a cathedral. I didn't have my phone out, like videoing the height of the, like the steeple or is that a, is it a steeple? I don't know. Whatever, you know, the high part. And I actually physically looked up with my eyes and took it all in. The story would have been 10 times different. I guarantee it. If Instagram would have been as big as it is now. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad it wasn't because I still can close my eyes and see that trip. Like mm-hmm. every place we went, I can see it. Had I had that phone in front of me, probably not. Yeah. Because it's like it's imprinted in your in your brain now. Yeah. You took it all in. Yeah. And I didn't need people to be excited for me that I was somewhere else. I was excited for me. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Like I, yeah. So I've, I've been really trying to make a conscious effort over the past year to stop taking videos of my kids all the time and actually be present. And that's even taking videos on my phone, not even to post on Instagram, but just to have on my phone. Because I get it. It'll be nice to look back in 30 years like, oh, look at Avery skiing for the first time. But I've watched her now. It's imprinted in my brain. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just and kids see it. Your kids see you on your phone Mm -hmm. and they don't understand like this is what they've grown up with. And I just it pains me to think that at maybe some point they will feel or have felt replaced by a phone Mm -hmm. because mom needed to tap out. And I've, I've done it. Like I am, I am not like, I'm not sitting here on a high hill, like saying, you know, all you like I, I have done it and I still do it on occasion. And it's just a, it's an addiction. These bloody devices are addictions. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Then you feel like crap sometimes. <laughs> you really honestly do. I just can't believe how it's like it's a time warp and it's exhausting and mm-hmm. it leaves me so depleted. Like, except for this one guy on Instagram that I follow and oh my god he just cracks me right up I've I watched every single video of his last night and I don't even care how long it took me it brought me great joy like I was crying so hard because I was laughing so hard like that's the thing it, social media is not bad all the time you were crying so hard there was something about that guy he just cracks me right up yeah. <laughs> but you know, you have to filter through the other shit to get to that. So yeah. And like from a, I, I mean, I'm not overly on my personal page anymore. Um, from a business standpoint, man, that's a whole new ball game that I'm just trying to figure out and I'll never figure it out, but I find that more exhausting now than like just trying to like do this, post that, do that. Like, I don't want to. So therefore I don't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's kind of like, I'm just sticking to my, like, here's our classes. If a real sparks my interest to make, I got five minutes, set that timer, make it or break it, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And algorithms are not on Instagram and Facebook. People can feel when it's authentic and when it's not. So like, yeah, don't worry about the algorithms and just freaking post when you feel like posting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on the old Triple R coaching, last post I did was International Women's Day. And I'm like, oh, God. I just, I'm going to be irrelevant here soon. <laughs> and you're not. That's the thing, you're not. <laughs> no. But how, I, like, it's ridiculous. But- but I don't like even if I was, I don't care because yeah. you know, I've built that business on authenticity and guess what? People I'm not posting because I don't feel like it. So yeah. you need me, message me, call and that's, me. And that's with the movement. Like the whole premise of the movement is to take care of your entire being, body, mind, and soul. And if Instagram is sucking the life out of me, mind and soul. I got to turn it off. (laughs) Yeah. Like I got to walk, you know, the talk. Mm -hmm. And therefore that's what I'm doing. Trying to anyways. Yep. All in the practice. And the comparison game, man. Oof. And we've talked about that, but holy, whether it be personal business. Oh gosh, is it bad? Is it real? And is it hard? Mm Mm-hmm. And even if you are so uh, self-assured, is that like like secure? Yeah, it creeps in. We're human. Yeah, like anything. There, you will never get to a place where nothing never bothers you. And if you are there, let's spill the secrets. Come on, because. I like, I can say, I don't care what people think about me, but I am human. Mm -hmm. And there are times someone says something about me, whether it's to my face or behind my back. And I'm like, Ooh, that hurt. That 
hurt. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's like, yeah. And oh, I love that. Like, I think that I'm pretty self confident and securing myself. But like you said, it really does sneak in without even fully knowing mm-hmm. it or being aware of it. Because after being on social media, I'm like, why don't I feel like doing anything anymore? Well, because you just followed a whole bunch of accounts that are way ahead of you in this game. And that's okay. They've been doing it for much longer. But now you've compared yourself to them, which is not fair. And now you feel paralyzed and you don't want to do anything about it. Like, And then, yeah, you just start, it starts to creep in like, well, what do I have to offer the world? I'm just little old Melanie Cornforth. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not original. It's like, well, no, you're Melanie Cornforth. So 100% you're original. There's no other Melanie Cornforth out there. There's no other Kaylin Sorensen out there. So mm-hmm. just in the fact that we are who we are, that makes us original. Yep. Right. And you get lost in that. You can lose your vision quickly with scrolling yep. Instagram. Yes. And you can see that something worked out for another person. So if you try to like uh, Mm -hmm. replicate it, then you're losing your authenticity too, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's just like you got to do you. And uh, I just think that it's just so easy to get lost. It's easy. Like, and we've said this, it's easy to do something someone else has done Mm -hmm. either add that to your path or like hide behind someone because it's not you, mm-hmm. right? If you continue letting things unfold in your way, in the way that you see, and it implodes, explodes, <sighs> that's another hit to ego that sometimes we're just not ready for. Mm-hmm. And when you're on social media, everyone will see it. Absolutely. <laughs> if the algorithm allows. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, or like, you know, the, the days where you could just go out and have a like fun drunken night without seeing it the next morning. That was cool too. Like first thing I do when I wake up after having a crazy night, check my stories and I'm like, Oh, Caitlin, why did you think that was a good idea to post? Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Like not that that has happened in a long time, but I'm just saying like, now I'm really feeling old but kids these days you know they just like their awkward teenage phase and everything's puberty and everything it's just it's on the interweb and you'll never be able to remove that shit and it's like Kaylin when she was in high school thought it'd be a good idea to have Twitter and now when you look up Kaylin Sorensen my old Twitter account comes up and I can't erase it I can't figure out how to get rid of my old Twitter account. And let me tell you, I was a mean, angry teenager. You want to know one of my posts? Please, yes. One of my posts on Twitter or tweets, whatever the hell you do on Twitter, was you're like a penny, cheap and in everyone's pants. Young what? Kaylin. What the actual F? And isn't that like, so as a parent right now, I am struggling because Rael is um, seven. She'll be eight this year. And a lot of her friends have kids messenger. And I was like, very like, 
steadfast foot in the ground. Like I knew no way. And I would like to preface this all with you do you, and there is zero judgment in anything that a parent does because what works for me might not work for you and vice versa. But anyways, I was talking to someone and they were like, yes, but to get, when they get it now, this is when they learn that things that they put on the internet via these apps are permanent and they will not be erased. And this is when you start learning that now. And so Rail has Messenger, but never uses it because I don't really allow iPad time, but she has it anyways. And I'm trying, it's, I'm, I don't, as a parent, know how to navigate this whole, the phones, the apps are inevitable. This is what she is growing up with. And I've got to figure out how to teach her about them, but I don't want her to lose her innocence. She is seven. She doesn't need to be bombarded by all of these apps right now. I just want her to be a kid and I want her to craft and I want her to go dig up earthworms. Like I don't want her being to be wrapped up in the phones and the iPads. I just want her still to remain that pure, innocent child. So I'm really struggling as a parent and I would love to know how other parents are navigating this right now, because honestly, this is a huge struggle for me. I just don't like Rael's like, when am I going to get a phone? Apparently one of her, someone in her class or something has a phone. Like when you drive, like when I got one, when I turned 16 and I got a, no, I used my parents brick Motorola black phone. (laughs) But it's hard because she needs, they need to learn about it. Mm -hmm. And there are such amazing things that do come from social media, but ah, there's so many negatives. And so many things. I'm just going to say it. And so many predators out there. Yes. Like Mm -hmm. also fearful. Right. So, um, we all know that I don't have kids, but yeah, a lot of a lot of my friends do. And this conversation has come up quite a bit. And it's just like, yeah, how do you keep kids safe? How do you protect their innocence? How do you, you know, what is the right balance? Um, and I think it's going to look different for every household and every 100%. every kid and all of the things. But I think that, like in my opinion, um. Now that this is the way of the world, it is a disservice if you limit them from everything, I think, because they're going to have to be computer, like, literate, and they're going to have to know these things, um, which can be learned at appropriate ages, for sure. Um, And I think that it just, I don't know, it's a scary world out there. I think that it comes down to maybe less focus on the apps and the technology and more focus on your child as an individual as in like how do you empower your child to know that you know they are worthy of love and all of the things and respect and like what is good and what is bad and what kind of language is acceptable and what is not and how do you instill that like inner knowing and intuition into them knowing that like if someone were to say something like this 
feel that in your gut and know that this is wrong mm-hmm. and you need to tell someone, you know, and who wants to have those conversations? Not me, because I don't know how to have that with a frigging kid and what is the appropriate age and there's like even kids shows now that talk about a lot of inappropriate things and it's just like it's all around us and Mm -hmm. that could probably be very um overwhelming as a parent and extremely scary and I don't have any answers for anyone but I think it just really does come down to just just validating them, building those trustworthy relationships, and just, I mean, hoping that nothing bad happens. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. At Mel. the end of the day, as a parent, that's all you can do is hope nothing bad happens because we can't control our kids. We well, can walk alongside them in their journey, but they are their own individual. And it is what it is. Mm-hmm. social media side like when Rael goes to school I'm nowhere around to protect her and I have to trust that everything we've talked about in this house follows her into mm-hmm. school and it's crushing when you hear things that have broken her heart and you instantly want to like go in the schoolyard and, yo you talking to my baby <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's not going to teach her anything either um and yeah, social media, I just, I'm just in a funk where I hate it all. So I'm just really anti it, but yet still slightly addicted to it. It's a very shitty place to be. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a good tool when you need it, though. Like even between you and I, you know, we yep. use quite a bit of social media and and apps and stuff to connect and do business on and it, it works out really well for us but I mean balance really that's it all is. you can do um okay we should try to keep these a little bit shorter so final thoughts on social media then we'll go into our segment <laughs> we need Ryan here to get all excited about the segment, segment? Is, it, is this our segment right now is this no. a segment back the truck up is it it right now the segment no when we said the segment out loud in his face he's like that was pretty good i'm like yeah we friggin' know (laughs) oh and also shout out to alicia who does listen to our podcast ryan (laughs) oh yes your friend that hooked you guys up yeah yeah she messaged me after she's like you can let ryan know that i listened to that podcast episode (laughs) that's so funny um Final thoughts on social media. (sighs) Like everything I say, you really have to tap into your being and listen to it. It knows what it needs. And then you have to honor it, however hard that may be um, sometimes. And it's not going to happen right now in tomorrow. It's going to happen baby steps like anything over time. So if you're finding accounts that are absolutely sucking the life out of you, if you're going on, probably unfollow them would be my suggestion. Uh, But I really don't have any great closing thoughts on it right now because I just, like I told you, once the website's up and running, I kind of wish social media would just 
implode, but I know that would also have negative effects on people. So this one's not insightful, folks. No. No, this is just real life and how I feel right now. Mel and I are not really full of sunshine and rainbows today, but here we are showing up authentically us. (laughs) Grump cats and all. Yeah. No. Do you have any final thoughts? Like Um, on social media, phones, anything? mm -hmm. For myself, um, yeah, I'm very addicted and uh, I didn't realize that until I brought awareness around it. And so there is like, if you have an iPhone, there are things that track how long you've mm-hmm. been on each app and stuff. But I went one step further and I went into my settings and then went into battery life because I was like, some of these don't seem right, especially talking mm-hmm. on the phone. And so then I went into my battery life and that specifically shows. Yeah. Are you going to look it up? Yeah. You keep talking. I'm going to look it up right now. Well, yeah, because I'd like to give step by step directions on how to get there. I think if you just go into your settings and then type in battery. Yeah, there we go. Yep. And then, um, yeah, you can do last 24 hours or last 10 days. So um, it shows you your average, how long your screen is on and all of that stuff. And so then when you click on it, so like in the last 10 days, how long have you been on Instagram for? Uh, Oh, God. I don't even want to know. I do. Instagram is my first app. And so in 10 days, mm-hmm. I've spent 10 hours and nine minutes. Okay, here we are in the last 10 days. 10 hours, 36 minutes. Nice. What about on your phone? Like talking on your phone? Uh, is- oh. Huh? Shoot. Um. Um, in the last 10 days talking on my phone yeah uh, it just says on screen three hours and 25 I don't talk on my phone a lot I have 12 hours and 16 minutes really yeah um my next my highest my next highest is music yeah obviously so that that coming yeah I I mean music is the movement so I do spend a ton ton of time on music and then messages i do a lot of messages so i don't talk on the phone but i send voice messages a lot okay how how long for your music six hours and 21 minutes on screen seven hours 33 minutes background i have six hours and 56 minutes (laughs) crazy okay i really like this okay this is yeah this is good this is great yeah so anyways, that I really like that to be completely aware of it. And so once I found that, I came to the conclusion that I just think I need to put my phone down more and mm-hmm. um, go outside. Yeah. No, I've been trying to be very cognizant. I find it's going, we're not hitting our segment yet, Ryan. Calm down. Um, 
I find for me, my Instagram problem really comes when I post things because in my head with the movement, Mm. I have to respond instantly because people want to be responded to quickly. And I have to stop that. If I respond to people in five days, I respond to people in five days. But for some reason, I just, the minute I post something, I'm checking all the time. Like Mm -hmm. I almost... And it it probably is a little bit of um, insecurity and requiring that validation. Like, are people actually seeing my posts? Um, Because it is, the the movement's a very vulnerable piece for me and will always be. Uh, But yeah, I just have to remind myself, like, freaking, like, get back to them when you get back to them. Yeah. If it's pressing, they'll call you. (laughs) I mean, but with that being said, I love hearing from everyone. That's also the other thing is I love reading your stories when you message me, whether it's like naked and a little bit afraid or the movement. And I love that aspect. So please don't stop that. But if I don't get back to you in five days, it's because I'm really working on healing my mind and soul. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I think that that probably just comes back to our own shit that we feel like we have to get back to people immediately. And yeah. there is that societal expectation too. But, mm-hmm. um, and I think, yeah. It's just, it's crazy. And always going back and checking, it's like, yeah, you you need that validation. But at the same time, it's like your posts come from an authentic place. So even if nobody likes it, who the hell cares? Yeah. You said it, it needed to be said, move on with your life. Yeah. Isn't it funny? But it's harder said than done. 100% it is. Just like loving yourself. Word. Word. We got to do a whole episode on that. Yeah. We did a whole episode on touching yourself, so now we gotta. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Oh, anyways, we um, got so many messages about that one. Actually, like, oh, holy smokes! You yeah. great. ladies, love that one. Yeah. Okay, we are we entering live the segment live Q and A with Mel and Kay. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. All right, Mel, here is a question. What is your favorite quote? Oh, Ryan just quote. Ryan, Ryan just yelled from the bedroom. You doing your segment? Yes, we are. You want to come do a segment with us? Yeah, he's gonna no. come answer the question. Yeah, come, babe. The people want to hear you. Yeah. He's coming segment live q a with mel and Kay and ryan um okay today's segment question favorite quote gotta go jeez you're really giving <laughs> this is what avery does this i'm moving my hand vigorously to get you to come towards me um my favorite quote i i don't I can't recall a favorite quote, but I say like a lot of like, I am but one person. I don't have to, I get to move your being for vitality, for life. You are worth it. Um, Oh, sugar bakers. I love sugar bakers. Instead of swearing in front of your kids, like instead of saying like, oh shit, oh, sugar bakers. Okay, you go and I'll keep thinking. Okay. Um, my all-time favorite quote from a long time ago, it's on a song, it's from a song, 
so maybe it's a lyric <laughs> um from ps i love you mm-hmm. the movie and it says uh take the pain out of living and love wouldn't exist right and i've always just pondered that i'm like what does that even mean but i just have always say it again take the pain out of living and Mm -hmm. love wouldn't exist what does that mean i know it's kind of interesting i think like personally i think it means that like you know love love is such a beautiful thing and oftentimes like when we love someone where we have to grieve them sometimes right too mm-hmm. so i think it's like you know love is pain but it's also beauty maybe mm-hmm. and cool. i like I think, that interpretation yeah i'm not sure if that's what it means but mm-hmm. yeah i do like that one um the uh quote that stopped me in my tracks we i think we've talked about it before is the opinions of others is none of your business ah uh, yes yes i there you go boom i yeah i use that quite a bit yep i do love that one um and then uh what else do i say um i say quite a bit to rael because a lot of times um right now she's struggling with i don't want to be like you or i'm not you and i always like I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be like Rael. And mm. so like same with, I don't want you to be like anyone else, but Kaylin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do say that a lot. Ryan's your quotes. You've got nothing. Yeah. He's got no quotes. It's useless. He's got no quotes for us to sing. Just make one up. Yeah. Make one up. Oh, I've got one. What the quote your mom says. Uh, thanks. Yeah, one day you'll understand. And when Ryan looked in his mom, the, he was born and he looked in his mom's eyes when he was a baby and his eyes said to his mom, thanks, mom. I'll take it from here. That's Aww. what she was. Right? Did I do that right? Yeah. She say that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. No, I'm sure we'll get off this segment. Thanks, babe. Thanks for joining in. Um, and I'll think of a whole bunch that I use. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really love the the opinions of others or none of your business. Very That's true. Probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. And lots of lyrics. Yeah. Um, one, just to wrap this all up and connect mm-hmm. it, is um, apparently I've always been very obsessed with quotes because usually it says 12 years ago today on facebook little kaylin was writing writing quotes and sharing them with them with Mm -hmm. people yeah no i um what i have found with um the movement in particular is i find it very cathartic to write out my own thoughts and stuff so i'm not like I find I do more of that than reading inspirational quotes lately. I do mm-hmm. a lot of writing and that's well, how I find release in that and speaking that. Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. Anyways, that was um, I like that one. One more thing that I think we should add to our segment is something uh-huh. embarrassing that happened to us 
within the last week and uh, I will go first <laughs> something embarrassing okay uh, yeah go uh, what okay so I live in a small town and when you live in a small town you tend to see people that you know you know from other places or whatever so once upon a time when I was in grade five camp I was at Circle Square Ranch and there was this thing that I was crawling through but I thought it would be good to just slide on my butt through it but it was like a wooden plank so you bet your ass I got a sliver in my ass (laughs) camps I have a bad camp story too a big old sliver right in my booty cheek And then one of my good friend's moms was there, and she was a nurse, so she had me bend over a chair, and she (laughs) had to pick this damn sliver out. And so then, this week, I saw her, and I was like, oh, hey. She's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, yeah, good, you know? I'm like, let's just all try to forget that time you had to pick a sliver out of my ass. (laughs) awkward i love small towns no i don't know if i've had anything embarrassing happen to me this week i think there's something embarrassing that happens to me every single week like i oh i like i mean it wasn't really embarrassing because i do this quite a bit but i was jamming hard creating to fallout boys what's the song called light it up 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 light it up, up up i'm on fire but i was like in it to win it in the parking lot outside the dance studio and i didn't realize someone was in the vehicle next to me and i was like there's punches in it and a lot of elbows and then we do some side like alternating and like this person i looked over and they were just like staring at me like is she okay I, that would probably be the most embarrassing, but it wasn't that embarrassing because I do this all the time. That's where oh, I do most that. of my stuff when I'm driving. I create. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I think I almost have something to that song. Ooh, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. No. Um, but anyways, thanks for, if you're still with us, thanks for hanging out with us in our true form of blah. I'm feeling high on life. Just <laughs> blah but here we are um you know what we need to start doing if you like us give us a follow subscribe to us share us um give us a like follow us on instagram naked and a little bit afraid pod as always send us your messages send us your comments let's start a discussion we may not return your message until next week but we love reading them and Kaylin's really good at this, but I am not signing our name who's talking because both of us are on that account. But yeah. I don't think I've ever signed my name to well, have I? When we were talking to Jenna. Oh. I don't do it. Oh. But yeah, thank you for all your support um, and messages. They're really like, it's pretty cool to connect with you all on different levels and to know that you're hanging out with us each and every week on Sunday, usually. Yeah. 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 All right. You end in this one there. Bay cakes. <laughs> what did you just say? Bay cakes. That's what Ryan calls me. <laughs> oh, so sweet. I, I didn't want to call you what I call you usually. <laughs> yeah. It's 
please do just let just let the people know how you treat me <laughs> i don't know why one time it was a group message tanya kaylin and myself i was like talking to kaylin i'm like hey hooker <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's actually a movie line now that i'm thinking about it but anyways yeah and then she's like oops i'm i'm not too sure why i just called you that but uh <laughs> Okay. I call Tanya Lovebug and you hooker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, know why this disconnect is happening, but Tanya is a love bug and oh. hopefully I'm not a hooker, You're but hooker. it's a it's a term of endearment. <laughs> like let me tell you something. Next week I'm on a dry spell for this thing from a hooker. <laughs> I feel like a born again virgin if anyone actually wants to know. <laughs> Life is a mystery. Um, uh, before we sign off, we have a very special guest next week. Yeah. She's seven. It's Rael. So if you have any questions for Rael, please send them to us. Send them to our Instagram account again, Naked and a Little Bit Afraid Pod. And we're just going to ask her everything because I can't wait to see what comes out of that little girl's mouth. It's going to be awesome. All right. Take us away. Okay. Well, thanks for stripping with us. Stay weird.